The following podcast is being brought to you by the Defy Life Podcast Network. Today on the DJ Blaze Radio Show Podcast, we'll be discussing Beyonce's homecoming, what happens when you really try to buy a network, Reggie Bush overstepping his boundaries, finally some good news for Flint, Notre Dame fire, and more random news. We'll also be discussing our Scammer of the Week and getting into our segments. What the fuck were you thinking? What fucking year is this? And our unpopular opinions. Let's start the show. Let's get it started in here. Gossip, music, news, entertainment, and heated discussions. The, the, the DJ Blaze Radio Show starts now. now, now. Your boy be easy, and I'm Courtney. And welcome back to another episode of the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcast, uh, Stitcher Radio, the Google Play Store, uh, iHeart Radio, uh, everywhere. Podcast giving away absolutely for the freezing. Uh, Courtney, what's up? How you doing? Good. How about you? Uh, I'm wonderful. You just sound real low. Oh, is this a little bit better? Yep, a little bit. Uh, so how was your how was your week? How was your weekend? All of that shit. It was good. It was uh kind of a slow week. I felt like it didn't go by that fast. But um, Friday night we went to a drive-in. There's a drive-in movie theater not even five minutes from our house, and I'm obsessed with drive-in movie theaters. I always look for them no matter where I live. So it was dope. We watched Captain Marvel. Oh, okay, okay. So they have new movies. So mm-hmm. they give you like a speaker to put in your car or something? Nope, you turn to a radio station. It's 103.3 here, um, depending on which screen. So they they have two screens and they face obviously like different directions. You um, pull up, you tell them which movie you're watching or you could just tell them what screen and you pay and then you go through. It's like $10 per person in the car. Um, if you are bringing in your own food and drinks, you just pay $5 and then you can take in your own food and drinks or you could hide your food and drinks. Hey, that kind of cool, though. You park. And there's also, like, no limit. So if you go in there to see one movie and then another movie is starting, like, you still stay. You sure? Yeah. Sound like some evil niggardry at work. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, potentially, but we're going to test the theory. And our Um, scam of the week this week is Courtney and... Brittany wanting to see uh, Pet Cemetery. I'm scared of scary movies. She don't even like scary movies, but I think it's the thought of watching a scary movie like in the car, kind of like outside or whatever. It just been raining here a lot, and it was raining Friday when we went, so we were just trying to wait. Um, so we'll see. We're going to see it. Was it. I'm already scared. Uh, did it run your battery down? Because Captain Marvel kind of kind of long now. You sitting there for three hours with your radio on. Um, so at first, like, Britney's car is, like, real 
techie. Mm-hmm. So I, it kept like making this noise, like detaching battery or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it that's new for us. Like we didn't know my car, like year wise, is newer than hers. But I don't have all of the bells and whistles she has, and we got kind of got scared like an hour in. We didn't know what that mean. So then we turned the car on, and we just like, okay, well, obviously, like we don't give a fuck about no gas, and we it didn't it didn't do anything. The battery didn't die. We just sat down, listened to the radio. Mm. I would have googled it. Oh, you talking about the whole detached thing? Yeah. Let's see what it means. Dis- discharging battery? Oh, yeah. I ain't even thought about that. But also, I was like under the influence real good. So I just was kind of, Brittany was like, oh, what do you think we should do? Or should we do whatever? And I really I didn't have no assistance for her at the time. Nothing sober you up more than uh, being stranded. Um, <laughs> speaking of being in the. Into the, under the influence uh, I would get into some emails But uh, we don't have any emails um, Dang No reviews either Well let me let me make sure we get reviews While I look up that uh, Tell everybody that I You know what I'm saying We still got that merch on uh, Defylifegear.com uh, I know a lot of people have been buying them and shit You know what I'm saying So get yours We got some more shit coming too I got some uh, some stickers on the way I don't know how I'm going to get them out to the people But Got some stickers coming, so you know, like me, I, I like to get stickers and and put them all on my computer and all kind of shit like that. So, yep, want... I have the I Need a Moment podcast sticker on my MacBook. So. Yeah, I got I got one on mine too, and I got two, so I, you know what I'm saying. I, I feel like I'm special because I got two. But um, yeah, if y'all want a sticker, man, hit me up. Well, I don't know, y'all might have to put some work in for the sticker. Might have to like. Make I agree. Your, make them work. Do an email or something. You know what I'm saying. Cause this dick ain't free, um, but yeah, let me check real quick to see if we got any uh, any new reviews. Nah, we don't got none. We still got we got a lot of five stars, but you know what I'm saying. We want more, so go to uh, you know what I'm saying your your Apple iPods app, uh, Apple yeah, no, the Apple. <laughs> podcast app, the Apple Podcast app. Leave a review if you leave a review on like another platform or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Email us and let us know so we can read it on the show um, and so we can search for it because I only search for the Apple Podcast things. Um, but yeah, man. Uh, yeah, if you want a sticker though, email us, you know what I'm saying, so you can represent the show wherever you go in the world. Um, and shout out to the people that bought shirts and all kind of shit already. We appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, we got some 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 show babies coming up. Um, oh yes, we do. Yeah, got some show babies. I don't know if I shouted them out the last week or not, but Akia, I know she uh supposed to be with child, and uh you know, friend of the show Britain. She's been on the show too. She's having two babies. Yep. Simultaneously. And she had a gender reveal yesterday. Yeah, she, her, her gender reveal was popping. She had like fifty some people on there at one time. Like them little boosted <laughs> numbers. Yeah. <laughs> She having two. I thought she was gonna have two more girls, cause she already I got two so girls. Too. But they having two boys, and it was very, it was kind of exciting. You know what I'm saying? I'm not friends with her on Facebook, so I couldn't see. I didn't see her live, but I saw when she posted on Instagram. I was wanting her to have two boys, but I thought she was going to have two girls. Yeah, I um, did too. But they need the balance. They now they got some balance in the house. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because now it's three women and three. It'll be three males and three females in the house. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Man, you can't get more balanced than that. You know what I'm saying? Yep. 
A level spell backwards is level. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what you need right there. Oh, you be running out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so shout out to her. Um, maybe we could send her something. Uh, but only thing though, they messed up though. You know what I'm saying? They 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 fucked up because see, you have you got to have a gender reveal party with people there. That way you can get gifts, then some snacks and stuff. And then you had the baby shower too. And then you get more gifts and snacks. I see where you're going with it, but if I were to ever uh, be with y'all, I ain't doing nan. <laughs> baby shower either. Mm-mm, no. Fuck Unless man. someone like planned it for me and it was a complete surprise. Um, but outside of that, like me orchestrating and planning and being active with it, no. That's the that's the part that that's that's the uh that's why they call it a shower, ain't it? Because you showering the baby with gifts. I'm, but I'm gonna be doing that anyway, regardless. Regardless yeah, of whether other anyone's doing it or not. I want other people's shit. And then people I don't know why people think that like I spend so much money on shit. So they'll be, you know what I'm saying, under the pressure to buy good shit for my baby. So I feel like if I had a baby shower or something like that, you know what I'm saying, my baby be getting all the good shit. You know what I'm saying? So uh and they be getting all that good shit out the way, all the expensive shit out the way. So that's why I feel like you need. Maybe she, well, she gonna have a baby shower. I feel it. I, feel I, mean, I mean, I'm certain she will. But then also, um, I was watching on her story. She already got them baby boys so much stuff. Sometimes, um, someone like Britain and even myself, like Brittany and I, I feel like it would be kind of, it'll be a little bit hard for people to buy because it's like, what do we get for someone that pretty much is already like has everything or the you know you know is going to be getting stuff along and along and along for the for the babies sometimes it's hard to buy for people i just get regular shit like pampers yeah i mean that work my um one of my really good friends she had two kids and she has yet to buy diapers because she got so many diapers from so many people she had diapers left over from the the first um, baby shower, so then when she got pregnant with the second, and she got even more diapers, she's yet to buy a diaper, and her children are two and one right Them now. Them diapers ain't went bad from the first set. Diapers expire; they go bad. Them, them diapers ain't small. <laughs> Boy, shit! Got, them, got our new baby with them damn small ass diapers. You need you help. Check, you got to check the sale by date on them goddamn diapers, girl. What you doing out there? Yeah, them, you need them. I'm not even supposed to play with them. Diapers done spall. You got to smell. You got to smell them diapers before you uh put them on that baby. And you say that shit so South Carolina. You need help. That baby done them diapers done spall. Got the spall diapers on that damn baby. Anyway, yo, I do need help. What else? Let me see who else I got to shout out real quick before we get started. We got to shout out Rod and Karen for uh coming through last weekend. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and then y'all last week, at, you know what I'm saying? They came to our show. You know, one of the greatest podcasts in podcast history. You know what I'm saying? And they did. I felt like it was a real good show. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then when he got on, then when they got on their show, you know what I'm saying? A couple weeks they shouted us out. But then on Wednesday, they were on HBO. Yep, they were. Look at the timing. They was on HBO. They were talking about Game of Thrones and shit. Courtney, I know you don't watch Game of Thrones because you uh, don't watch TV. But um, yeah, they were on, on uh, Vice. What's Vice News? And it was talking about how black people, you know what I'm saying, watch Game of Thrones and, you know, they take it in and 
you know, joke about it a little differently than everybody else. But it was a good good episode, good segment they were on in or whatever. It was some other people in there too. But uh shout out to uh Rod and Karen from the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Uh you know what I'm saying? My favorite. I, I ain't even lie, that's like my favorite podcast. Um, including this one, which is kind of crazy. But, you know, to have them on the show was a a uh good experience for uh me. I don't know about you, Courtney, but that was great for me. Um yeah. Same. And shout out to them because they like, you know, they on HBO, man. Just from podcasting. We just, you know, that's crazy. But um, yeah, uh, so Courtney, yesterday was uh 420. Mm-hmm. You got high yesterday? I tried as high as I could get my uh my oil cartridges out. So it's 420 for oil cartridges and edibles, or is it just for the real weed smokers? Um, excuse you. My cannabis oil cartridge, as long as it's cannabis and I'm smoking it, it counts for the real 420. Because mm. I don't know who you think going to be sitting around rolling all the time. It ain't all the time. It's just one day. Oh. Right. Just one day. Okay. But you got, you got, uh. Yes, I got me a little, I got a little high yesterday. It was last night, really. Um. And felt good, and I slept amazing. I got high yesterday too. I feel like you lying. I did. You saw my damn um my Insta story, mm-hmm. yeah. and I was trying to figure out what 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 the smoke was from because you could have been lying. It was smoke. It was I, I well I either got high or lightheaded. I was smoking a cigar. <laughs> and I I inhaled a whole lot too much, so I don't know if I was high or lightheaded. I but, heard um, with them cigars, you are not supposed to inhale for real. Dead ass. Oh, you just supposed to put, put, you supposed to just put yeah. the smoke in your mouth. Yeah, oh. and let it go. You are not. Supposed wow. To I want. I'm wow. like, yo. I've been sm- trying to smoke cigars for a little minute now, and I I've been wondering why I can't inhale it without coughing. Like I'm like, damn. I must be like just a rookie. My young, my lungs ain't used to it yet. So I've been inhaling and coughing and shit. My eyes was watering yesterday. <laughs> yeah, trying. no, Brittany. Um, when we lived in Washington, she used to. Smoke cigars a little bit. Um, one of the couples that we chill with, they smoke cig. Um, the husband smokes cigars, so he talks him, him, him and Brittany used to smoke cigars, and me and the wife used to be like smoking for real weed. And my stepdad does cigars, and my biological dad does cigars, and that is the one rule. Anytime they are letting me, like, here you can try. You want to taste this one because they buy ones with taste. I don't know. Cigar, cigar is a whole thing, and shit can dead be expensive. I know, but you're not supposed to inhale. Mm. And I just text Brittany for clarification. She was like, "Yeah, no, you are not supposed to." Oh, inhale. that's why I was lightheaded. Then well, shout out to me. <laughs> I got high without the backy. So yeah, hey, niggas, you know, you learn something new every day. Now I know. I, I was thinking you posted in hell. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to tough it out. Um, but yeah, uh, damn, it was a story about Ben and Jerry's. Uh, okay, hold up. It's it's coming up. Uh, yeah, Ben and Jerry's. They, uh, the famous ice cream company, they made their thoughts very well known um, in a 29-second clip calling out white privilege. Uh Straight up saying it's hard to celebrate 420 when so many people of color are still being arrested for pot. Uh, ben and Jerry thinks that ain't right. Uh, let me see if I can play it. 
It's on it's on their Instagram page too. No, on their Twitter page too. Hopefully, you got some. All right, hold on. All right, so it's a uh, it's a thing of weed. God damn it! Hold on. Hold on. Let me go back. It's only it's only thirty seconds. But so okay, so a thing of weed come up, and uh, and then some um. Some right comes up. It says, "Ever notice how most people making money off legalized cannabis are white?" And it plays on, but a disproportionate uh, number of people getting arrested for using cannabis are black. Mm. Very good point, uh, Ben and Jerry's. It says that's not cool. Says, let's celebrate 420 this year <laughs> by making legal, by making sure legalization doesn't leave people of color behind. Damn, it's shit. And expunging everybody's cannabis convictions. And it says, get the scoop at benandjerry.com. Damn, I, I mean. I know they came out with like a Black Lives Matter, um, Black Lives Matter Ben and Jerry's flavor, like a couple years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's called like downtrodden or something. I don't know. I'm making shit up. But uh, they did come. They they like do shit like that. Um, but yeah, that was uh, I guess that was real cool. I think they made they did something else for uh, four twenty or whatever. But for them to say that shit and they like a real big company. Um, shout out to them. Would you would you in, invite them to the cookout? Mm-mm. I don't give out. I don't give out invites to the cookout. You don't give out. You don't give invites to allies to the cookout. No. Oh shit. Could they at least bring their ice cream and leave? I have a different theory on that. But if they want to send, um, if they want to send some marijuana with, you know, one of the homies, they can. How they can. How about if they send some marijuana with their ice cream marijuana? Because they I've make never ice had the Jerry's ice cream, so I don't know. For real. Not Ben and Jerry's, no. Mm. I like, um, not like you had to choose, but I grew up in Myrtle Beach, and I used to go to Broadway at the beach all the time, and then they had Blue a Baskin Robbins, oh. a Ben and Jerry, and a Cold Stone, and a Marble Slab. So where you used to go? Baskin Robin and a Cold Stone. Cold, it's Cold Stone ain't really ice cream, though, ain't it? It's like a, a yogurt or some shit. Mm, Cold Stone has ice cream. Oh, I don't. I, don't I mean, know. like I every other like, ice cream shop, they have yogurt, but they have ice cream too. I thought Cold Stone I, um, was a. Um, I yeah. always went to those two. I never went um, um, to Marble Slab or Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, I never been to Marble Slab. I mean, I see Ben and Jerry's in the. Uh, um, in the grocery store, I yeah. see some yesterday. We went grocery shopping, and I was just like, "Oh, they have Baskin Robbins." In here too. Hmm. Yeah. So shout out to them. Uh, I think the initiative is good. They didn't tell one single solitary lie yeah. in what you know and what they posted. Um, but no, they can't come to the cookout. I appreciate them though. Let them bring their ice cream. Uh, let's uh see what happens. What's what's going on in the news? We will try to uh speed through this. You know what I'm saying? Niggas got shit to do. Plus it's Easter Sunday and uh. 
I'm sure y'all got something to do with Easter, Easter egg hunt or something. I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll start off with some bad news. Shit. Um, I know you just started watching it, but uh, we didn't talk about this last year. But Insecure, it won't be back until 2020. When I saw that, when, let me tell you about how pressed I was. Like, you know I started late, but I did all my catching up, like, last November, October sometime. Mm-hmm. And I remember even texting you, like, oh, my God. And you'd be like, you got the Coachella yet? Like, you know, I'm texting you because I'm going through it. And, you know, you suggested I watch it. So now I'm in. I'm invested. And I'm just like, oh, I can't wait till this shit come back out. And... 2020. See, these long ass breaks in between shows be part of the reason I don't need to be fucking around with them. Not really though, because it not gives you gives you uh time to watch something else and catch up on that too. So, oh, someone's like what Atlanta. Oh right, because you know I think I did say on the show that I would watch that. Yeah, you... I, I need to go back and be listening to episodes to see what all I done committed myself to watching because I have been failing. I can assure you. Yeah, Atlanta. Um. Is uh, I think they they taking a little break too, cause Donald Glover kind of busy. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm, the the reason, well, and that's the same reason why um, uh, Insecure's taking such a long break is because Issa Rae is, you know, she's getting busy with more movies and things like that. So, um, I mean, that's good for her. Um, and for some of the other people, I know, like, uh, what's the Amanda Seal? She like does stand up and all kind of stuff. So I guess everybody else is keeping busy. Until the show comes back, um, like the dude, uh, what's his name, Daniel? He was in that uh, movie, um, the first purge. So everybody getting work. Um, the light skinned one that Molly was sleeping with at one point, that was her friend. He gonna be in the new show on BET. The light skinned one that Molly was sleeping with. You remember the light skinned boy Molly was sleeping with? He was married. They grew up together. Oh, the dude with the grill. Yeah, I know you talking about. He gonna be on a new BET show with um Kendall Kendall, Lauren London. Who's Kendall Kendall? Um he um I don't know what he does like it's called Best Friend and Chill where he watch shows and like do commentary on them. He be on VH1 sometimes. They invite him to like the actual set and he does stuff. I don't know how how else to explain it other than that. He's in the wave with like Watch Jazzy, B Simone. All right, whatever. Ooh. Moving forward, he they all have a new show that is coming out, and the light skinned guy from Insecure is going to be on there. I can't ever remember his name, but when I see his name, I'll be like, damn, his name is like for real basic, and I can't remember it. Probably like Steve Johnson or some shit. <laughs> Definitely basic, just like that. Every single time I see it, I'll be like, damn, that's your name. And everybody, and I always, else, everybody else I, on that show got crazy names. Well, not crazy yeah. names, just unusual name. Yeah, but his is so fucking regular, and I just be like, every time I see it, I just saw it yesterday it was like damn that's your name i can't ever remember it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh what else been going on in the news this week uh no it, I, we talked about wendy williams uh filing for divorce um last week we mentioned that briefly well her husband um he was work he was an executive producer what the fuck is that oh my bad that's a video <laughs> Oh, 
This shit got four. One, one clip now, y'all. We got, but after years of cheating got, rumors and the belief that Kevin fathered God, a baby with girlfriend, Sharina Hudson, automatic playing videos. Here's another one. Okay, that was it. One, two, three, four, five videos started playing all at one time, y'all. Anyway, uh, her husband, uh, Kevin Hunter, uh, he was executive producer on a Wendy Williams show. Well, now he's been fired as an executive producer. Um, it was like video of a twenty-five, I mean, two hundred fifteen thousand dollar Ferrari that he bought for his baby mama. They being towed away, and um, what else? It was just a whole bunch of videos of her being by herself and all kind of stuff. Um. But yeah, uh, seems like it's coming to an end for him. Um, it was another article I saw where he's getting money. Yeah, here it is. Uh, let me see what it says. He's no longer just, yeah, he's getting a $10 million payout to go away quietly, um, which is crazy. Um, that is crazy. Yeah, it says her net worth is... Forty million dollars. Um, so she reportedly has a salary that has paid ten million a year for her show. Damn, she get fifty five thousand dollars per episode. Um, I mean, I take that ten million dollars, so I won't have to talk. So I, you know, so I don't talk about uh anything. And they didn't I have mean, a prenup. At the end of the day, that's the least he can do. The least you can do is take this goddamn money and shut the fuck up and go sit down. Yeah, he was he was real disrespectful, but like going real disrespectful, going out with that girl and buying her that car. Well, giving her the car because he ain't really bought it. I wonder he must be able to put that shit in like their company name or in Wendy name or something. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's under the, underneath the business. That's one thing. Uh, you it you would have to understand. When it comes to having a business of your own or having access to a business like he did being a co-director or co-executive producer, wherever he was, there are so many things that you can put under the business and still get the write-off and still be able to have access to and claim as yours. I mean, in this instance, it, it looked a little perpetrating, like perpetrator-ish, but I mean, that, that Ferrari sure got yoked up. And the fact that... The thing that I just can't see in the grass is how you this disrespectful, this this ridiculous, and your only source of income is the woman that you're doing all this to. That just don't make no sense to me. Like, how yeah. stuck on stupid you got to be? I wonder if I wonder if if it, if she was his only source of income because I know back uh um back in the well I ain't gonna say back in the day but you know some years ago he was like a manager for like Charlemagne or whatever. And um, Charlemagne told a story like last week about how when he first went to uh, Power 105, like they didn't give him a job or whatever. Um, and then some some kind of way he went back up there and spoke with someone or whatever. And they were like, he went back up there later. And they asked, was he still represented by Kevin or whatever? And he was like, no. And he was like, good. It was like, that was the reason why he didn't get hired the first time was because of that guy. So I don't know if he's still like manages other people or represents other people or I don't think he does. 
because um, one thing about it is I think the whole thing with, between like him, Charlemagne, Wendy, all that went down kind of left a stink. And because if that were the case, people would be coming out of the woodworks. You know, people love to come out of the woodworks and nobody's coming up. The only thing right as it pertains right now that he's had any type of hand in is Wendy Williams show. Yeah, uh, they were saying that he was like wasn't a good person to like work with, whatever. So he might yeah. he might be done. He he might need to take that uh ten million and like live a regular life so he can. Like, he do need to live a regular life, or he better get he better find someone that won't mind working with him and try to do it and and invest it. He better be on his chameleonaire type shit because otherwise. Um, if he try to sustain that same lifestyle, especially with his little his mistress from Colombia, he gonna um they gonna blow through that to me, and he gonna be looking crazy. Mm-hmm. What um did you hear? Did you hear the little uh story about the guy that said they uh slept together? I did hear about it, but I, I mean, honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I I forgot the guy's name, but um. I'm gonna see if I can find it and play it for y'all. But it, it was... wouldn't surprise me. And then there was, and then after that, like came about, I seen like all type of uh, the tabloids or whatever, uh, writing all kind of stories. Was like, oh, Kevin was only only fell in love with Wendy and was only attracted to Wendy because she looks like a transgender. Listen up. Oh no, this is playing the whole breakfast. It's a five minute clip. I don't want no five minute clip, y'all. Let me see. Let me see if we can play this dude. Damn, that's a whole fucking. Why the hell so many people are shit. trying? And that sauna. Okay, hold up. Let me see if I can get to it. Uh, y'all, bear with me, y'all. Bear with me. <laughs> we just try. We just spilling a little tea over here. No, no, no! I ain't gonna get in the tub. So I said I'm gonna go in the clay room. Mind you, when I'm in this clay room, I said this. Come in here in the next two minutes, fully dressed, telling me to go. He's gay. This motherfucker came in there in less than a minute and told me, he said, let's go. So the next time we went in there, both of us got naked. Both of us got in the tub. We was talking, we was building. When we got in that sauna, that's when we both performed fellatio. Uh, and this is some this is some singer named Avion. Uh, and they were, I don't know, I guess they were at somebody's house. Maybe Kevin's house with a sauna. But anyway. And that's when we both <laughs> did each other in the... In the what? But... Yeah, so this guy alleges that they both gave each other fellatio. And even after he, uh, I know at one point he said that he had just uh, taken a poop and Kevin didn't care. He still ate his asshole out, which was a oh, wild. Oh, my like his, God. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We ain't going to be saying shit like that. For real. That's, that's what the dude said. He was like, he was like, he had just, <laughs> he had too far, he had too long ago took a shit. But he was like, Kevin ain't cared. So Kevin came. And, um, and ate his asshole out. And then I, just, you, I think it's just the last part. It ain't even the part that you just said. He said he had not too long ago to take a shit. And Kevin still ate his asshole out. But it's the whole asshole out part. Like, I'm just he ate it. He ate it. He tossed that boy salad. He ate that bussy. I cannot. <laughs> he done oh ate that pussy. He done ate that bussy. <laughs> then they went in the sauna and they, they, they went in down. You know I love the word busting. And they went and down, <laughs> smashed each other, each other man cakes to smithereens. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we moving on from this story. He said like, both of them bottled that night. Goddamn it! 
Oh, took, took a pound into Ooh. them cakes. Uh-uh. Man, I'm done. What? I am so done. All both of them got some man butt that night. Uh, uh-uh. But the crazy shit is, though, I ain't heard Kevin come out and, and deny the shit. I don't know. He got that energy, though. He got that energy like he, like he just a low-down, nasty, freaky freak. I mean, what's so nasty about man butt? Some people like man butt. I ain't saying that it's a problem. I'm not by any means. I'm just saying no down nasty freaky freak like he fucking both of them at the same time and may not be disclosing that information to other sexual par- partners. Wendy know he That's like That's the butt. part I don't like. He probably Okay, Wendy know, but do his little girlfriend from from Columbia know? She probably do. I don't try to I don't reckon this to know. I mean pro- she might cuz she seemed real slow. He probably done tried to smash his damn <laughs> semi hard penis into her damn anus before. <laughs> We so done with this. You having way too much fun being absolutely ridiculous. Because is is anal? Does anal a man wanting to have anal with a woman make him awake? Uh, nah, I mean, oh, okay. I mean, for for some people, like a want as long as a woman is doing it, as long as a woman is in there, it ain't you know a certain way. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm just asking because I've had that conversation before with males, and they just be like, anything anal that if any time a guy is sticking their penis in an an in someone's anus, whether it's a male or a female, that's just kind of gay. Mm. And then I have some that's just like, nah, like I like anal sex because I can shoot the club up and she ain't gonna get pregnant. Yeah, I mean that ain't that's not <laughs> that's sticking it up the ass ain't my ministry. But uh, <laughs> but um, I just, I just rather you say butt sex. That's what I call yeah. it. I just call it butt sex. Nah, sticking it up there. I gotta get you know, cause that's what it is. Cause it's sticking it right up in that egg. Um, we still done. We're going on to the next. What's yeah, the next story? That ain't my ministry. But um, <laughs> okay, that ain't your ministry. You know, we'll see. We'll see what 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 come up what what comes out of that story. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, but oh yeah, but but uh, I hope uh, I don't know. I think she still might have to pay him some money, um, because they didn't have a prenup. Um, I just think I think whenever well they live they live in New York. No, he they live in New Jersey. Oh, they live in all. Oh, well, so I don't I know. Admit, well, I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not. A, hold on, because let me see this story one more time. It, dude, I feel like I I have heard her before say she live in Jersey. I don't. I'm not as up. To be on Jersey law versus New York. Well, in but this I article, know New York, he would get half. In this article, it says uh, New Jersey, which is uh, where the couple made their home, is considered an equitable division state. Uh, therefore, their marital assets are divided in such a manner to, to in such a manner determined to be fair, but not necessarily equally uh, by their courts. Uh, her husband could receive half or maybe less, but it will certainly be significant considering. The role he has played in her career. Um, so yeah, it's not it's not half like say California, but um, he'll probably get a whole lot of money. Might get forty percent, and that might might be why he set himself up for, you know, what I'm saying to be her manager or whatever he was. You know, what I'm saying executive producer on the show. Um, but yeah, so he gonna get some money. How much? He just need to take that ten million and go and set his ass down. But see, that's just from the network, though. That's a payout from the network for him getting fired. That ain't. Let me just, let me just say, if he, 
I just already feel like like the level of respect that he does not have for Wendy is absolutely positively disgusting and sickening. So to do all of that to this woman, to run this woman in the ground the way that you have, to make her look the way that you made her look and to not give a damn about how you look to motherfuckers and then still go after her money? Oh, he a low down, dirty, nasty son of a bitch. Well, I mean, is it him actually going after the money or just what happens? Like, you know what I'm saying? No, like, because whenever you decide, it would have been different if they came up and was like, oh, they just getting a divorce. You know, most celebrities say irreconcilable differences. They don't get in, you know, most time all the business ain't put out in the street. They just say irreconcilable differences. And they don't, they go on about their business and they ain't really been too much who blah. Maybe she just woke up one morning and be like, oh, hey, Kevin, I don't love you anymore. We're going to get a divorce. Okay, then maybe. Maybe, you know, you, no, I ain't even going to say maybe. Then by all means, go ahead and get your corn from sis because, you know, your lifestyle deserves to be upkept. But when you act in the manner as if you don't give a fuck about your lifestyle being upkept, you don't give a fuck about the the person that is single-handedly helping you with have this lifestyle. Because it don't matter what he did as a part of the show. You can bet your bottom dollar Wendy worked it out for him to have the whatever parts in the show that he had because that's her man. That's generally what women do when we can do it for the motherfucker that we love and we with. Period. Whenever you move in a manner that you don't care about that person no more, you just want, you're going to live your best life by any means necessary, then do that. Do that wholeheartedly and buy your motherfucking self without a dime of mind because you didn't give a fuck about it. Period. Because he could have easily at any point in time, way before this shit got out of hand, way before he even with this woman for 10 years, go to her and be like, you know what? I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Or he ain't even got to say that. He could have just walked up to a woman and be like, hey, yo. I want a divorce. Here come the papers right here. He could have said anything he wanted to say, however he wanted to say it, but he had to drag her the way he did. Period. No, but what I'm, what, but what I'm saying is like, I mean, all that is true, but I can't say, you know, nobody can say whether or not he's going, you know, after her money. You know, what I'm saying like this, the ten million dollars was a settlement, but then like anything else, it may be something to where. When she gets her lawyer, the, you know, divorce lawyer, he gets his divorce lawyer, and they sit down, and she may offer him some money just to, you know, be done with it so that he won't come out. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think she will. You don't think I she will? She I hope she don't. I don't think she will. I, I hope, hope, she, I hope she does. Be like, yo, I right, hear $3 million, you know what I'm saying, and and be done with it. Because if... She he might not get half if if they if he fights or whatever, but he might get close to half. He might get forty percent, which is a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot more than the three million or whatever. So, um, I ain't gonna say right now that he's um fighting, you know, trying to get after her money. But um, I don't put it. I wouldn't put it past him in the future. But I hope she would be like be proactive and um go ahead and throw some bread at him to, to get get out of her life for good. Um. Speaking of throwing bread, uh, Netflix, they threw some bread at Beyonce, and uh, she came out with the homecoming um, on Wednesday, homecoming, I guess, documentary, a concert from Coachella last year, um, and I know you watched it. Uh, how did oh, you yeah. enjoy it? It was everything. It was everything. I, I, I can't even explain. The woman is... A genius. She is 
for the culture. She is for the people. She the, It was so black ass. It was every single thing. Um, I especially loved it. I was on the band. I danced. And it just was so the, the nostalgia of it. Going to battle other bands. Going to different camps at HBCUs. Just it. I, I loved every single fucking thing about it. And Beyonce's so country. That's the one thing that I love. She's so country and she's so ratchet. And if you ever, I feel like this ain't the first time it's been like displayed on TV, but you see it more whenever you see her live, the way how she act. But to see her like in her element right then, her story about the babies and what she went through and how she pushed herself. Oh my God. It got to make you appreciate it so much more because, you know, Women are amazing. What we do with our bodies, how we step up to the plate every time. We, the woman is everything. Women are everything. Period. I I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought it was gonna be more. And what I mean by that is, I saw that the the, the main thing I did like was how they cut like the the two different weeks together. You know what I'm saying? But for the most, like the whole thing, I I watched it live on uh. On YouTube or whatever, a title, or whatever they streamed it on, um, like the night it happened, like the first night or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I saw the shit live, so I thought it was gonna be like something different or something extra. I mean, it was good. It was still the you know the same show was good and all that. Um, but like you say, like the shit she pushed herself with or whatever. But um, the uh, like, like people talk about like she took eight months to prepare for the show or whatever. Um. Yeah, that's cool and all, but that's all she had to do was prepare for the show. Uh, okay. All you have to do every day is go to work five days a week, eight hours a day. Um, I ain't taking nothing against her, nothing like that. But like, if it showed sound so on my face. Nah, really, really like, like, I ain't saying it's great, but like, when you really think about, if you really like, when you really think about it, like. That's all she has to do is perform, right? So that's her job. Like your job but is still a lot more to go into that. It's a lot more that go into her setting up one single performance with as much especially since she's involved with every single single detail than what I gotta do at my job. But or you gotta do at your own. Nah, uh you don't know what I do at my job. But I don't, but what you I ain't feel, involved in every single aspect that entails to you doing your job. But what, what I'm saying, you what I'm, do your job. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, like, I feel like it's harder for a person to go to their job every day for eight months than for a performer to do like stuff like that for eight months because that's their passion. Like, ninety percent of the people that go to work go to a job that they really don't like, or whatever, just to make ends meet, like. A lot of these performers, like, I, I like, you know what I'm saying? The fact that she put the effort in and all of that, that's, you know what I'm saying? That's super commendable because a lot of entertainers don't put in that type of effort and that type of thought into it. But the eight months and shit, like, that shit good and all of that. But I commend, like, regular people for doing they shit more than an entertainer for doing what they do because, like, they already rich. Like, they got the extra time. To put that kind of thought into it, you know what I'm saying? They got the people behind them to put all of that extra stuff into it, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was, uh, like, when you watch the show or whatever and how good it was, you know they had to put a whole lot of time into it to make everything go as smoothly as it did, 
even like it was even one part like you watched it. I don't know if people paid attention. It was like one part where her Solange is on, like they kind of fell or whatever. But which was funny, you know what I'm saying? It ain't messed the show up or nothing, but they kind of fell, got right back up and did their thing, whatever. But like to put that type of uh uh effort and that type of thought into it, like that's commendable, but like I'd be like, man, that's your job, whatever. I don't know. Maybe I think differently. Maybe that was my unpopular opinion. But the shit was good, you know what I'm saying? And the like you said, the shit about the pregnancy, that was like the main thing. Like that was kind of crazy to me. Like how she gained so much weight and how she lost a lot of weight. You know what I'm saying? She had to lose a lot of weight and um the baby like one of the uh twins' heartbeat had fed, had stopped. So they had to did they say what they did to get the heartbeat going again? No. Did it stop inside of her or did it stop like when the baby was born or something? I guess inside, cause she said she had to have an emergency C-section. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that 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 shit was crazy. Um, but yeah, it was a good documentary. I like the uh, like all of the quotes from all the different black people that spoke at like different HBCUs and uh, shit like that. So yeah, it was real good. I like the representation from the different HBCUs. I like um, yeah, South Carolina State though. <clears throat> I like um. <clears throat> I like the greatness that she formed with putting our people on that platform. I like how excited they were. They did not mind busting their motherfucking asses for eight months. They were even to a space where they were just like, oh, my God, I don't want to go home. Mm-hmm. Like from from whatever this is, I just feel like that is such a big moment. You got to represent you got to represent the culture on one of the biggest stages. And that was just amazing to me and especially had me on a different level of hype because again I was the girl on the band and I remember what it was like to go to competitions or you know to just have a week of just nothing but like competitions and performances and you just go 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 and then when it's all done you like damn like I just want to do that every day I just want to do that all the time I or at least that's how it was for me. I remember going to different like bat competitions or even when you went to battle of the band, as I used to always go. And I, you just never ready to go back home. It's just like, you want to keep that adrenaline. You want to keep feeling all of that with your people forever for as long as you can. And that was very commendable for me. I was extremely emotional, but I had the best time in my living room watching that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was real good. I did like the fact that uh like if you watched it like last year when it happened, the audio really wasn't that good. So to watch it again with the you know what I'm saying, with it the sound crisp, that's the kind of shit I listen out for, like how good is the sound and all kind of shit like that. So it was real good. And I ain't taking away nothing away from her, you know what I'm saying? But uh I don't know, I guess I put the reg- like regular women with regular jobs and got their kids, single moms and all kind of shit like that. You know what I'm saying? To me that shit is harder than a performer or a celebrity doing that shit. That's the only thing I was saying, y'all. But yeah, I love the show. It was great. I watched it. Maybe twice. <laughs> um but yeah, uh and that was last year's Coachella performance with, you know what I'm saying, with this show. Um and so apparently uh Beyonce has signed a, a $60 million. I don't know where Netflix getting all their money from, but she signed a $60 million <laughs> deal with Netflix for three projects. Because um, they spent like, alright, they paid her $60 million for this. Remember that movie Bright with, with uh, Will Smith? 
Yep. I want to say that shit was trying to finish that damn movie. I think that shit was like a hundred million. It was like a whole lot of money for that movie. Like they spent a lot of money on, on on a lot of shit. Like they got a lot of like original content. Um, but yeah, I know there was a story that uh Beyonce uh took. I think for Coachella, she got paid um four million, and Ariana Grande got eight million or something like that. But uh, you know, she getting the sixty million dollars for three projects for Netflix. I wonder what the three would be. I bet you another one is probably gonna be like uh the on the run tour or some shit like that. Cause it was a lot I am very interested in seeing that. Um so one thing about me is anything that she does or come out with, I have on even no nobody uses DVD no more, but I have it on DVD and I like having like all the different behind the scenes stuff. I even have Destiny's Child stuff like behind the scenes or whatever they did. And I am real interested. And I heard that she's supposed to be coming out with another album or I seen something that could be evidence of a new album and I'm ready because a new album means a new tour. Yeah. yeah, they were talking about, I forgot what they were calling it online. It um, was, um, I, cause you know, I think they were saying it was posted by Genius. You know that thing. Yeah, that do the lyrics or whatever. Yeah, and it was weird to me because I was like, genius. Not to say like Beyonce wouldn't do nothing like that, but it was just weird because I was like, I mean, at her at her level, she don't necessarily have to do genius. And how do they get their hands on the damn album? But it showed like titles. Oh, titles of the songs but i seen it and now i can't find it and i thought i saved it and i'm pressed because then i would have been able to tell you what the title of the album was yeah it was b7 say uh yep b7 yep yeah. that was it yeah so um i wonder oh, if it's, it might be that. true yeah i mean you can't keep doing this kind of shit all the time without something leaking um because she did that with like lemonade or whatever with uh what was that song uh, where she was dancing on the um, information? Like formation came out. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody really knew nothing about it. It just came out one day. So and then the, also the album with Drunken Love on there that came out like December twenty thirteen. I only remember because it was around my, it was right like near my birthday, and I woke like up surprise. in the middle of the night. Huh? It was a surprise. It was. That was the first time she ever just like dropped something and nobody knew. That was her first like just drop. At midnight, it was on, you know, um, iTunes. And I just remember that because I got up to use the bathroom. And in doing that, I got on social media. And everybody was up (laughs) and was talking about it. And I immediately was, like, up for the next two hours because I had to download it and I was listening to it. I was like, damn, like, you ain't even did no promo. Like, you ain't did nothing. Like, we did not know. That was the first time she just did that drop shit. Now she's been pretty much doing that ever since. I feel like since that's her thing. People are paying more attention to her now, and she could potentially be more prone to leaks because of that. But mm-hmm. either way, I'm here for it because I'd be ready for the new shit to drop because the new shit mean a new tour, and baby, I'm always getting information. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, speaking of leaking, uh, Flint and that water. It was a um, an allocation for for Flint to get some money. I never knew about it. But um, they'll they'll be getting the remaining seventy seven point seven million dollars in federal funds for water infrastructure. Um, they've been allocated that remaining money. Um, 
Tuesday. Uh, according to news outlets, the money is from a $120 million loan that was allocated to Flint in March 2017 through the Water Infrastructure Improvements for the, the Nation Act of 2016. Um, which is crazy because everybody been trying to raise money. I remember like a few, maybe like two or three months ago, it was like a thing where it was like warehouses full of water that people had sent, like bottled water and shit. And they had money set aside for them. They just didn't give it to them. So that's crazy. Um, that is. Whenever I read it, I was just like, well, you know, like finally, but damn, what the fuck y'all, like why? Yeah. Why are they just getting this? Like for them, for the people in Flint to have to live under those conditions and and, y- and y'all just sit on it for whatever reason, I just feel like that's, it's disgusting. And that's like part of that whole, like when I be talking about roast energy, that's that, that's that type of shit. Like these are human beings, like whole ass people, like real beating hearts. Like I just don't understand. Out of sight, out of mind. If it ain't your people, you don't really care. Like if it ain't people in your city or whatever, you don't really care. That's- and that's the part that sucks because that's, that's not how I operate. Yeah, but I do realize that most people do operate like that. Mm-hmm. It is out of sight, out of mind, and shit, shit is never a big deal. It don't never matter that it's happening to someone else until that shit is at your front door. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, now you got the biggest plight and you want to be the biggest advocate, and that's just false to me. You should have been advocating when even when it wasn't at your front door. Yeah, especially if it's for our people. And something else that yeah, comes yeah. to people front doors was fires, <laughs> just like the one that happened in Notre Dame. Um, when did this happen? Uh, maybe it was a, was it Monday? The cathedral no, went on fire. I it was later than that. It was later Monday or Tuesday. Week. I don't know. I don't know. One day, uh, the cathedral at Notre Dame um caught on fire. Uh, it was all over the news. Um, and you know, it's a it's historic, uh, religious, uh, uh structure or whatever um 856 year old years old um and so that really you know it, it being on fire was a big story but the biggest story was that the fact that uh the world raised one billion dollars in like two days two or three days um to get it fixed uh which kind of made people look at just the world in general sideways you know what i'm saying because very few people talked about i know we talked about those three churches that burned and the guy um that was the son of the police officer we talked about him last week and we talked about those three churches but like it wasn't really a lot of people donate money to those three churches um and so it made you know the world look at everybody outside like boy it made black people look at the world sideways you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like you know what i'm saying so uh then you know more people started talking about sending money to those churches um even the Ravens owner, the uh, Baltimore Ravens owner, he contributed a hundred thousand dollars to get those um, three back black churches um, rebuilt in Louisiana. Uh, his name is Steve Biscotti, um, and like I say, he contributed a hundred thousand dollars to help with the rebuilding efforts of those three churches in Louisiana. Um, as of last Sunday, about fifty thousand dollars was raised for the churches on GoFundMe. But by Thursday morning, the donation soared to $1.8 million. Uh, and all of those churches were well over 100 years old, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I know it was somebody else that said they were going to give money to that church. But 
it was kind of uh interesting to look at the uh even like people was mad at like Donald Trump because he I didn't hear him say nothing about those three churches, but he was steadily talking about Notre Dame or whatever. But America first though, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Black people ain't American though. But you know, I think that is one of my biggest things. So like America be focused on every other country's business outside of America's business. We try they try to go to everybody else's aid or they try to impose themselves on all the other countries and just be round in America like fuck America. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even finna lie. When that Notre Dame shit happened, it came on the TVs at work. You know, I'm the only person of color in the whole entire company at my job. And they were just so intrigued and just so in awe. And oh my God, did you see what happened? Did you see what happened? And I just really didn't have an answer for any of them. Um, I was just like, yeah, and they were like, that's got to be so sad. And, you know, we have to, like, help. There has to be money to donate. And I just was sitting there, and I wanted to just be so badly, just be like, you know, three black churches got burned down, you know, got had fires and blah, blah, blah. But I did not even say anything, and I felt so conflicted. And that's the part sometimes about being who I am and working that I hate. Um but I just left well enough alone and continued to do my work. But I wasn't ever, like, I ain't felt no way. I saw it burning and I felt zero ways. Is it unfortunate? Yes. Do I give a damn? No. Why? Because we got shit on our own front lawn that we ain't taking care of, um, especially since they were black churches. And when they got all of that money, I was just like, oh, so this just definitely still confirms everything that I've always thought, like rich people that are wealthy can make the biggest differences in this world um, or some of the biggest differences in this world if they actually gave a damn or mm-hmm. tried. And then whenever the black churches did get the money, I was just like, oh, so it take a whole bunch of criticism and mm-hmm. people stating the obvious in order for you to now donate. And I feel like now you're just donating because you don't want that narrative to be true. You ain't donating because it's out of the kindness of your heart or you really felt something like you did for Notre Dame. I, I mean, I, I don't really care what make them donate as long as they, you know. I mean, granted, at the end of the day, that is too, but also that for me, that's just like a character thing. So like your energy still grows, but we appreciate the money. Okay, bye. Only thing I'm really worried about with Notre Dame was, and I and I still haven't seen anybody mention him. Um, and I know he up there somewhere. He got to be. I feel like he got out. But the, the hunchback of Notre Dame, where he at, though? Where Brandon. is he at? What? He don't still let He move? <laughs> he probably got a chiropractor. Uh, speaking of donating oh. and everything, uh, every Negro, it so seems like every Negro's favorite brown drink, uh, Hennessy. Um, yeah, Hennessy is gross. Everything is gross to you. They plan to donate $10 million to uh, HBCU graduate students within a 10-year period. Um, Hennessy joined forces with the Thurgood Marshall College Fund, uh, TMCF, to, uh, respectively, uh, to create a fellowship for graduate students who attend HBCUs. Uh, the program, Hennessy Fellows, <laughs> will award scholarships and professional development resources to 10 deserving graduate students. According to a press release, over the course of a decade, Hennessy will provide $10 million to fund the initiative, which will only be like one month's budget of what niggas drink of Hennessy. Um, the program will also look to help students who are often overlooked by financial aid programs. 
the issue of financial aid is not only limited to undergraduate students on our HBCU campuses. Limited resources for graduate students also lead to student drop-off, said Dr. David Wilson, president of Morgan State University, one of the schools participating in the program. Uh, Hennessy's initiative will be a lifeline of support, providing more opportunities for graduate students that are often forgotten. Only 8.6% of Fortune 500 executives were black in 2018. Hennessy Senior Vice President uh, Giles Woodyear uh, hopes the program will diversify the corporate world, continuing the heritage of support and celebration of the African-American community that began over 100 years ago. Hennessy is excited to partner with TMCF to help ensure more diversity and leadership roles uh, the immediate goal of the Hennessy Fellows Program is to create a pipeline of highly qualified talent over the next 10 years and help prepare these future leaders for success. Uh, the next 10 years, oh, guys, the same thing over and over and over. Uh, interested graduate students must be at least 21 years of age and possess a 3.25 grade point average. Damn, some people already done took themselves out. 3.25 grade point average or higher. Scholars cannot have a full-time job. What? While they are enrolled in the program, uh, Hennessy Fellows is currently accepting applications for the fall 2019 semester. Um, so, yeah, uh, look that up. The Hennessy Fellows um, program, I guess it's for graduate school students. Yeah, graduate students. Interested graduate students must be 21 years of age and have a 3.25 GPA or higher. And you can't have a full-time job while they're enrolled in the program. Mm. So uh, shout out to Hennessy. Um, you know, supporting HBCUs, which is great, you know, furthering that, helping people further their education. And mm-hmm. a graduate student, though, that's like a person that's like trying to get their master's. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Well, but I mean, graduate, I mean, but uh, it also just any, someone that already has completed undergrad. Okay. All right. So nine times out of 10, this is a motherfucker who got their damn, probably got a job then, ain't it? Most graduate students have already started working in their field. Um, with the exception of some, like, maybe that are getting there. Um, Potentially, but see, sometimes like when doctors continue on in their residency, their residency is like school and work combination. Oh. Um, same for nurses sometimes, depending on what they decide to do, if they decide to pick up a residency. That's graduate, but it's also work and school combination. And then you have psychologists, uh, people that are going to school for psychology or sociology. They don't even don't even qualify to get jobs for real until they have that, their master's or some in some cases their doctorate. So that could be beneficial for them. But someone like a teacher or uh, someone that maybe went to you know school for law, like that don't that don't really that don't really help them. Most of them people get like interns or they sign with schools and you know law offices prior to even graduating and it's just different i mean but i ain't trying to take away from what they're doing i i just definitely feel like it would have been able to help more at an undergraduate level especially since the person cannot have a job i guess they're trying to like weed out the people and get because it was talking about the 
executives in Fortune 500 companies. So I guess the people with graduate degrees are more suited to be executives or something. I don't know. Um, but I mean, hey, this what y'all want to spend y'all brown liquor. I mean, y'all brown liquor money on, and go ahead. They want to give it to the top top Negroes at these HBCUs. So it's better than what uh I don't know who's another brown liquor company that niggas like to drink. Um, Patron ain't doing shit for you. I tell you that much. <laughs> Patron ain't. Patron ain't brown. I was gonna say Duce. No, Duce do shit now. That's whole. I mean, they do. I was just thinking when you said another no, saying, brown liquor company, but I, I mean, well, yeah, I can't think of another brown liquor company. Well, Crown, Crown. Oh yeah, Crown. Yeah, Crown. Yeah, Crown. I, don't, I don't never hear Crown giving back to I don't Negro hear about colleges. Crown, nothing. Maybe, maybe uh, Crown give a lot of money to the uh, Negro uh, college fund. What's that shit called? Uh, you know, you hear it on Soul Train. It ain't called the Negro College Fund. That's what it called, the Negro College Fund. I mean, anytime I I know what you're talking about. Anytime I've ever heard it that was what i've heard it united negro college united fund? negro college fund that's it yeah look at you yeah and some some speaking of united um the fans of nipsey hustle they've united and they put their money to work and um you know put their money to work to support nipsey um and i they reported that marathon clothing store has over two million orders, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Uh, all the fans seem seemingly headed to the online store for Nipsey's merchandise and ordered a number of articles of clothing to not only contribute to his brand, but have a piece of clothing that represents Nipsey. Um, Karen Civil sent out uh, a tweet letting fans and followers know to buy authorized items from his business. Um, if people are looking to support Nipsey and everything he stood for, uh, one user replied simply, Stating she's still waiting on her package, which promoted Karen to follow up with an update. Uh, she said it's coming. Please be patient. Uh, literally over two million orders. Uh, well, she wrote two million orders. Yours will come shortly. They've been working twelve hours straight. That ain't that. Niggas work twelve hours. <laughs> work twelve hours five days in a row. Then holler at me, Karen. Civil. Uh, Karen has been working on on the clock in support of everything surrounding Nipsey uh, since his passing, even calling out people such as Reggie Bush, who seemingly started a GoFundMe page for Nipsey without his family uh, uh, family's authorization. Uh, she said, I understand you're motivated and want to help, but there are other ways. His family already asked you not to do this. People are literally grieving over her husband, father, brother, uncle, friend, and someone who meant so much to so many people this is not the time for this and uh this was a tweet she sent to reggie bush um because he started a gofundme allegedly to um support his kids support nipsey hustle's kids i think it was for a hundred thousand dollars um and that was on another yeah um yeah a hundred thousand dollars um and uh, he called out his, you know, wanted to get his friends and followers to help raise another ninety thousand um, dollars. But yeah, like she said, he, she, the family told him uh, not to. Now she's real close to the family and shit. She was his business partner and a lot of shit. Um, and he had a tweet up, so she asked him to remove the tweet, um, and people asked him to take the tweet down privately. But uh, then she went out. And had to do it publicly. So he came back and he was like, um, 
Nah, that's actually incorrect. Check your facts. What would I gain from this? Uh, and this is the very last time I speak on it out of respect for everyone. God bless you. Um, and then they went back and forth a little bit, a bit or whatever. And, and she said something in the tweet like, uh, yeah, you say you want to do this for the family, whatever. But when you saw Nipsey in the gym, you would never speak to him. Which made me look at Reggie Bush kind of sideways. Like, you knew this man was... Like, if you're from the West Coast, at least you would know that this man is at least a rapper. At the very least. You would know he's a rapper at the very least. Not to mention all the other stuff he did. So you know he's a rapper, but you too good to not speak to him. Um, Which is uh, kind of crazy, so... And this whole thing's been weird to me. I never understood really uh, Reggie where Reggie Bush was coming from. So I feel like to know Nipsey or even to know a little bit about what he stands for, you would know off top. This ain't no je- this ain't really the gesture that you need to be making. This ain't nothing that you need to do because he, I, I'm you can be assured that he already took care of everything as it regards to that. Even if he did, and you read your fucking feel like Bush. It's just weird. I can see if it was Snoop Dogg or somebody like. Yeah. Nigga, you read your Bush. No, nobody. Go. Don't go nobody fuck your... with you. You ain't used to fuck with Nippy, Nipsey, Lord. And I just feel like you probably even, ain't fuck with you Nippy. Don't got, you don't got one picture to even post of y'all. Like you don't even got one memory of y'all. Like who? Who put you in charge, sir? Nobody. It's weird. It's goofy. Take it the fuck down. Mm-hmm. Period. Just do, just do that. Last time that I checked, uh, he was somewhere chasing around a, a Kardashian lookalike. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. So, on the I went and found the video that he initially posted and was like, "This is what we're gonna do." And I'm just like, "But for what? For who? And for why?" Because nobody asked for this. His family, nor his kids, his children, or his significant other need this. Um, and I was glad that Karen was excuse me, handling it, because I just feel like if his sister or his or Lauren or anybody had to step up and say anything, I don't feel like it would have been said as nicely, even for those that don't think Karen said it in a nice way. I just feel like it was gross. Just stop. Like, stop trying to I just feel like he was trying to come up off something real quick, like, and make himself relevant. Yeah, like he having his... In lieu of Nipsey, and that's just what's foul as fuck. Like he having a victory lap or something. Um... (laughs) Yeah, this nigga, like, I never seen you on Crenshaw. Uh, and you, you, you can't talk too much shit to Karen Civil. I think she is old too. If I ain't mistaken, she Haitian. So you. Oh, you really can't talk too much shit to her yeah, at all. Watch your fucking mouth, bro. Yeah, take your little GoFundMe down. Go to the store and buy some shit. Uh, go on. And that would have been his way to support. If you wanted to do something, follow suit with Meek Mill and Ti. That's what you should. That's what you should have been doing. But that ain't what you wanted to do. You wanted to get on these people internets and make a mockery and look fucking stupid. Yeah, the hood don't really fuck with you like that, Reggie Bush. Not a fucking soul. Yeah. We don't really fuck with you like that. But uh, only only the Kardashians did, and then after them, you look like Kardashian. Outside of that, don't nobody fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Um, somebody who the hood does fuck with, Ice Cube. We gonna always fuck with Cube. Yeah. Um, remember a few weeks? Well, I mean, it's been a few months ago that we reported that he was was trying to buy uh these twenty one TV stations. Um, now it looks like he's locked in a battle with a pair of powerful businessmen. He claims are using their influence to screw up his bid for those uh 
21 TV channels that Disney is selling. Um, he put together a group of investors to buy the sports channels, which are being sold by Disney for $10 billion. Um, a variety of companies put in their bids uh, today, but Q says two companies are not playing fair. Um, he says charter communications team with Atlanta Braves owner John Malone and his company Liberty Media uh, to block Big Three as a diverse and inclusive competitor. Uh, the Big Three is not part of the old boys club, and that doesn't sit well with a company like Charter, um, which has been called out many times for unfair treatment of minority organizations and for a consistent disregard of its own customers. Uh, Liberty Media is trying to get a piece of the action with big money backed by the MLB, while two other companies, Sinclair Broadcasting, um, are also uh, trying to get the 21 stations. Now, uh, Charter, you know what I'm saying, they're a cable company. Um, some places, you know what I'm saying, Charter has cable. And Sinclair Broadcasting, I don't know if y'all remember, um, it was a while, was it last year? Well, it was a um, it was a video of all of these news stations basically saying the same thing like all over the country. Um, that was Sinclair Broadcasting. That was something that they were doing. I want to say they're right wing, like kind of like uh, right wing type organization or whatever. Um, but Ice Cube, he's he's lined up a number of heavyweights to back him, including Magic Johnson, Will Smith, Snoop Dogg, uh, and Serena Williams. Uh, he submitted his final bid to Fox yesterday and met up with. Uh, DOJ officials earlier today about um, Malone's Dirty Tricks, uh, Department of Justice, I guess. Uh, companies like Charter want to keep the old world and will bend the rules to do business with the same people in the same tired way, Ice Cube continued, uh, just like they always have. But it's been way past time for a change. We have a vision for a more inclusive, more positive role for media in this country. The big three buying the Fox RSNs, uh, buying the Fox RSNs, um, I guess it's real sports networks, something like that. Uh, it's a big step into the that future. Um, I hope they let them get it, man. Uh, I hope that now this this will be a real test to see if the, all of them conspiracy theories for real. Like the niggas <laughs> talking about Bill Cosby was trying to buy uh, NBC, which was one station. This nigga trying to buy twenty one stations. Ain't no goddamn uh, Me Too statements came out against him yet. Um, he ain't got killed by some nigga in the hood. None, None of that shit. None of his children got killed. None of his children got killed. Bill Cosby's son got killed the first time he tried some some shit they were saying. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, this right here gonna put. I would put it on Facebook. People be getting mad. I put shit up there like that when I make them look stupid. Um, fuck them. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, man, shout out to Ice Cube. I did hear that Magic Johnson had joined, so that was another um, part of the article that I'm glad they put into this one. Um, well, part of the story that they put in this article that Magic Johnson joined. So maybe that's why he got out of, one of the reasons why he got out of the Lakers, because he did quit as, um, what was he, the GM? I think he was the GM of the Lakers, and he he stepped down like a couple weeks ago. So maybe that was one reason why he did that, because he wanted to own these 21 uh, TV stations, which would be sports stations or whatever, so. Uh, hopefully it goes through for Cube. Um, and shit, Will Smith and, and 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 who else? They say Serena Williams. Shit, that's big. Twenty one mm-hmm. stations. Uh, let's see what else happened. Um, uh, oh, I saw this. Um, I posted this on my Facebook, but I saw this uh earlier in the week. Um, 
you know what I'm saying? We got a lot of teachers that listen to the show or whatever. Shout out to y'all. And nurses. And pe- uh, people in the military, too. Um, mm-hmm. And mothers. Shout out to y'all. Um, Sandals Resorts, they're giving away free trips to teachers, nurses, mothers, and military mothers, mo- military members every day in May. Um, it says the month of May is packed with celebrations that range from Mother's Day to National Nurses Day, Teacher Appreciation Week, and National Military Appreciation Week. That's why Sandals Resorts has decided to give away a free trip to teachers, nurses, military members, and mothers who go above and beyond every day through the month of May. Um, with the Sandals Vacation Giveaway, 31 people will win a six-night and seven-day vacation for two adults at any Sandals or beach Beaches Resort of their choice. Uh, Sandals Resorts will randomly select, select one winner every day and may to receive the award, which can be used within a two-year period. Uh, winners will be notified each Friday of May. The prize will include a romantic vacation escape for two, with the luxury resorts found in tropical settings ranging from St. Lucia and Jamaica to the Bahamas and Barbados. Uh, the trips include all-inclusive packages that incorporate five-star gourmet dining at up to 16 different restaurants per, per resort, unlimited premium spirits at up to 11 bars per resort, unlimited water and land activities, nonstop airport transfers, and even complimentary green fees for those looking to golf. Oh, okay, I was thinking of some other greens. Uh, airfare is not included as part of the get- giveaway. Uh, grand prize winners will receive a stay for two at one of the Butler Elite and Love Nest Suites, with which come with amenities like 24-hour room service and but this sounds like a fucking commercial, and butlers to <laughs> cater to any need. While there will also be 27 give- giveaways of entry-level deluxe category suites. Uh, those interested are invited to nominate someone they know or themselves from April 15th um, through May 30th um, to make a nomination, head to <sighs> the giveaways website and upload a photo of the person you're nominating along with an explanation and 250 characters of why they should be given the trip. Uh, those nominated will need to be legal U.S. residents and be at least 18 years old. That's okay. 18 years old or apply, blah, blah, blah. So if y'all know a so, teacher, nurse, mother, a military member, nominate them. If anybody wants to nominate my wife, hit me up on if any you, of my socials. How about you follow. nominate your wife? Uh, and am, and she's nominating herself. Oh. But it don't it don't help to have you can't never have too many nominations. So if if be easy, want to nominate my wife? It's one nomination per person, so you can only do it one time. Ooh. Yes, that was the part. So I'm like, dang, how they gonna know? But what if I already nominated somebody? Then you already nominated them, and we ain't got your uh, nomination. I didn't know it was one person. Person. When I was reading I, in between all the fine print to figure, because in my mind I was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna just nominate us every day," and then I read it and I was just like, "Oh, and can't." <laughs> y'all gotta, y'all gotta write up a, a good story to make, because that's what they gonna. I'm telling you, it's gonna be well. It's 31. I'm gonna tell you what the numbers. It's gonna be. It's gonna be 18 white women going. Um. It's gonna be. Five Latinas. You need help. Two Chinese. Eighteen. Um, cause it's gonna be thirty-one people, right? Mm-hmm. 
um, about five blacks. What did I say? Two Chinese? Yep. But it's going to be 18 white women. Y'all can bet that, Jack. Might be 21 white people. So you just get ready. It'll be a couple of, because uh, the men, it's going to be some men too. That's what they're going to do. They're going to have some men nurses. You know what I'm saying? And so, because some, it's going to be some men nurses. Uh, I am writing up the thing and submitting us today and Brittany is going to submit us and some of my friends some of our friends are submitting us what's the hardship though what what going to be the hardship um because we didn't have a honeymoon no <laughs> and she is a dedicated soldier we you know you really, know what really you got to do you got you got to throw some 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 schism in there and some bigotry you got to be like uh is she trying to be get out of the military anytime soon? No. Oh shit! Well, you can't throw that in there though. They might then, come I mean, from, uh, anytime soon, like when in the next ten years? No, nah, I'm talking about anytime soon, like the next couple of years, because I'd be like, they discriminating against me because I'm LGBTQ, uh, and I'm colored. Uh, they always make me sit at the back of the truck when we go places, uh, and. They wanted me to cut my braids, saying it's not soldier-like because my helmet won't fit correctly. I'll just be having all kind of shit like that in my letter. Yeah, I feel that. And I understand where you're coming from when you say that got to be the thing. I'm just going to write what I'm going to write. And if we don't get nominated for it, then that's cool. You just wait. You that, just... Ain't gonna stop, that still ain't going to stop us from going anyway. You wait. That, this just is me. We wasn't going to spend... As much money as we would spend before, it, we still gonna go. You just so, wait. You wait till you hear some of these sob stories. Some of these white women come up with. That's they, they gonna be lying. Hey, of course, of course, that's the shit. That's what. That's why you got to come up with a sob story. I'm saying y'all got two, uh, uh, uh discriminated uh, against. Uh, what's it called? Um, y'all like a, a part of two minority groups already. I feel like y'all got the upper hand. I'll get with you offline to write up I write up. Say what? I'll get with you offline about this write up. What what I'll write up might get her kicked out of the military. You don't want me to write that shit up. <laughs> I ain't <laughs> saying you was gonna write it up. I'm just saying I'll get with you offline. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Uh let's see what else happened this week. Um uh, we didn't talk about Beyonce. We didn't talk about oh, this was something I saw this morning. Um uh, I mean, it's Easter morning, um, and I guess some they don't. In this article, they didn't say who uh, is behind it, uh, but I mean, you can take a guess once I read the story. Um, but it was a string of well, there's hundreds hurt as blasts hit uh, Sri Lanka churches and hotels. Um, a string of blasts hit high-end hotels and churches in Sri Lanka on Sunday, injuring hundreds of people and wor- as worshippers attended Easter services. Uh, the first explosions explosions were reported at St. Saint Th- Saint Anthony's Church in Colombo and St. Sebastian's in the town of Negombo, just outside the capital. At least 160 people injured in the St. Anthony's blast had been admitted to the Colombo National Hospital by mid-morning. Um, uh, shortly after those blasts were reported, police confirmed three hotels in the capital had also been hit. Along with the church in the town of, oh shit, Bati, Bati Kalau, uh, in the east of the country, uh, an official at the Bati Kalau, I know I probably fucked that up, y'all. 
at the Batacalao Hospital told AFP more than 300 people have been admitted with injuries following the blast there. Um, it says photos circulating on social media show the roof of one church had been blown almost all had been almost blown off. Um, the floor was littered with a mixture of root tiles, splinter wood, and blood. Uh, several people could be seen in blood, covered in blood, uh, with some trying to help those with more serious in- injuries. Um, only around six percent of mainly Buddhist Sri Lanka is Catholic. Uh, but the religion is seen as a unifying force because it includes people from both Tamil and uh, majority Sinhalese ethnic groups. So, yeah, somebody set some bombs. I don't know if it was suicide bombs or what. Um, it's crazy. 300 people injured. Uh, 160 people died. So I know that's probably all over the news. Y'all probably saw it. By the time you hear this, you'll probably... No more information than what, you know what I'm saying, we had at the time. Um, but which is crazy. Um, I did see that right before we started. So, you know, I'm going to let y'all know that we are up on some of the news. Um, one thing that we talked about, um, one thing we talked about a lot last year was people, you know what I'm saying, getting the police called on them all the time. Um for, you know, black people for just going about their lives. You know what I'm saying? We had Barbecue Becky. What were some of the other ones they had? Um, uh, lemon, the one with the lemonade stand. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the one with the girl selling water. Just a lot of people mm-hmm. just getting the police called on them. Um, well, Michigan um, City, they moved to criminalize calling 911 on people of color who are just living their lives. Um uh, it says sweeping amendments to a 66-year-old human rights ordinance might make Grand Rapids, Michigan, the latest city to try to tackle the epidemic of racially motivated abuses of emergency services. The planned charges will make it a criminal misdemeanor to racially profile people of color for participate in their lives. Um, diversity and inclusion manager Patty Caldill said the ordinance is a new concept in Michigan. It isn't meant to discourage 911 calls, she said. Uh, rather, it's meant to make people check their biases before calling the police. Uh, she said, call the police, but if you're calling the police because your neighbors are having a barbecue and you're calling because of some implicit bias because they're people of color, we don't want to see that. Um, uh, so, yeah, shout out to them. Because um, I feel like if you criminalize some of this shit, it'll, it'll slow down. Um, Cause some of the shit is outrageous. I remember one story. It was like, it was a, a a crime or whatever, and a police officer was, um, you know, he was like investigating the crime scene. Somebody called the police talking about it. it's a black guy, uh, dressed up like he's police, trying to, um, you know, walking around here, and they was like, yo, he yep. he's the police. So, yeah, um, yeah, you gotta uh, gotta look out for that kind of shit, um. Let me see what else happened in the news this week uh, before we get out of here. I don't know. I got two stories that I could say are my scam of the week. I'm going to go with this one. This is a low-key scam. It ain't a scam, but it's smart. Um, it's a woman. says she wears nine extra pounds of clothing on a flight to avoid $85 airline fee. 
Uh, a British traveler is gaining attention online for her crafty and mildly extreme method of evading an airline's overweight baggage fee. Uh, Natalie Wynn, a 30-year-old mom of five, was flying to the Canary Islands uh, from Manchester, England, when an airport employee weighed her suitcase and found it was 8.81 pounds over Thomas Cook Airlines' 13.2-pound weight limit. Um, not wanting to shell out the $85 overweight baggage fee, Wynn took a different approach to solve the issue. She unzipped her suitcase and began layering on items of clothing. Uh, Wynn's insane outfit ended up including nine pounds of clothing in total, seven sundresses. Ooh, Doc would be appalled at this. Seven sundresses. <laughs> two pair of shoes, two pair of shorts, a skirt, and a cardigan. Uh, but you're going to have to wear that shit back. Uh, Wynn explained mm-hmm. to the son that she had booked an all-inclusive vacation and hadn't bought much money with her. Mm. Thus, the steep fee would have likely drained the small bit of cash she had available for the entire duration of the trip. She said, "I didn't want to use. I didn't want to be using the little amount I had just so I could get my bag on the plane." Um, I literally said, "I'm not paying it." I started putting put my clothes on. Although Wynn claims the airport employee was not thrilled with her tra- tactic. Other travelers apparently had a different view. Uh, there were people around us cheering us on because after I did it, my friend decided she would do it too because her baggage was also overweight. We were definitely a sight walking onto the plane. Um, says a, a spokesperson for Thomas Cook gave a nod to win solution in a statement telling Natalie's ingenuity here is noted. Uh, the good news for Natalie is and the rest of our customers that later this month we are increasing our Hand baggage allowance to 17.6 pounds. So this was a fucking carry-on, though. Because the bag limit, ain't that a weight limit for like a bag that go under the plane is like 50-something pounds? Yes, 50 pounds. That is the weight limit. And um, when you go over, it's off top, like $100. Yeah. Well, because I know you get one bag free, right? On certain airlines. Certain airlines, but that's your carry-on, not a check bag. I don't know one oh, yeah, airline check bag. your check bag is free. Your check bag is always going to be most times anywhere between $25 and $45. But if you go over the 50-pound limit, it could it likely shoot up to 100 extra. You got to pay instantly. I know because I've, I've paid it several you, times. United out, don't, don't give you one bag free under? No. Oh. Okay. Mm-mm. Um. So yeah, shout out to her uh, for getting over. Um. But damn, I mean, eighty five dollars for a fucking carry on. Uh, this is my thing. I want to do because some air some airlines um have even gotten away with carry ons where you don't get your carry on free. You get a personal bag for free, yeah. and your personal bag is like a book bag or a purse, and then you still have to carry. You know, pay for your carry-on. Now, yeah, I know Spirit do that. Like, you get a right. personal item, um, but your personal item, like, you can pack. Well, anyway, go ahead. Um, depending on how long your trip is and what you're going on the trip for, a, a book bag can't be enough. But you know, um, I think I I don't recall of a time knowing where the check the carry-on is eighty five dollars. Yeah, but I mean, this I, is... I feel like that's being a bit extreme because even I was going to say, well. Because they don't even charge you an overage if your carry-on weigh a certain amount or if it's too big. They make you check it. 
maybe that's the thing. Like because it was too big, she would have had to t- because it weighed so much, she would have had to check it instead of just carrying it on. You know what I'm saying? I so, do know that if you wait to um sometimes if you wait to pay for your check bag at the airport, mm-hmm. it is more than when you book your ticket like online or if you go to like the self check kiosk at the airport, it's cheaper to do your check bag there sometimes than waiting till later what have you but i i don't know that that's the only thing that i could think that happened to her but she did get over i just know that i'm not wearing i just ain't wearing yeah i'm not i'm not wearing i'm not wearing nine pounds worth of clothes yeah that's yeah i'm not doing you gotta you gotta have um you gotta have extra money um set aside for shit like that you know what i'm saying if you if you're traveling because you never know what could happen um, I agree. Yeah. Uh, let me see what else happened this week before we get out of here. Uh, I don't really have nothing else. You got anything else this week? I don't got nothing, nothing, nothing. It was a story about Khalees, um going on trial for 20 counts of contempt for keeping Nye's son from him. I'm so tired of that. Um, Damn, she, she was planning down. to move move out the country. Yes, she did. She's dead the fuck wrong, period. And I feel like this is an example of how sometimes people get so lost in the hurt and in bashing of someone else that they just want to remain there so that's comfortable. So she constantly wants to be able to say that Nas ain't an ain't shit father or that he don't want to be in his child life all the while she's making it extremely difficult mm-hmm. and and I feel like it's just one of those instances where it's like well he ain't trying hard enough I mean but damn like what do you, you want the nigga to do because he can't what do you want him to stop you from flying because he can't do that like how how much does he need to prove that he wants to be in his child life yeah. I just don't understand like she's just doing the absolute most and wrong is wrong I don't care what happened before or when he wasn't trying before or when he didn't know what his school his child was at. All that is null and void. This man is actively trying and you actively being a bitch. And I think that's complete and utter ridiculous. Cause I, I read something somewhere where she uh had like sold all her shit. Um she sold all of her um like her house and all that kind of shit and was like living on a farm or some shit somewhere. Um, you know, maybe she just did that shit so she could have money to move to Columbia. Um, I mean, I guess. Yeah. Or whatever. But, uh, yeah, man. Um, I'm sorry I had to send the text. Uh, yeah, so I hope hope everything go out for Nas. And she could be facing jail. Time, um, yeah, because that's that wrong. You, going, you ain't following court orders. The law want to be listened. They want you to listen. Yeah. When we're talking about children, uh, before this show, uh, during the show, we were talking about uh, like having kids and all that kind of shit. That was during that show, right? I think it was. Okay, this is one I had last week, but I didn't get around to it. Um, this is like one. Uh, for me, this is like a form of birth control. Um, it was a three-year-old boy, and he repeatedly. Entered the wrong password into his uh, dad's i into his dad's iPad. Um, and how long do you think you know? Like if you keep adding it, putting the shit in wrong, it'll make you wait a certain period of time. 
Mm-hmm. Um, how long do you think the dad has to wait to unlock the iPad? Probably a couple days. Uh, yeah, if by a couple days you mean until 2067. Uh, I know you fucking lie. A persistent three-year-old <laughs> wanted to use his father's a- iPad, but he didn't know the password. That didn't stop him from entering a few possibilities and getting locked out for a while. Evan Osnos, a staff writer at The New Yorker and a fellow at the Brooklyn Institute, tweeted a cry for help, letting the world know of the little situation his toddler put him in. He said, uh, this looks fake, but alas, it's our iPod today after a three-year-old tried repeatedly to unlock. Ideas, Os- Osnos tweeted. Um, a photo of the iPad screen noted the device was disabled. It also had this mind-blowing message. Try again in 25,500,367,442 minutes. Uh, that's more than 48 years for those of you who don't want to do the math. So Osnos's iPad will be available to him again sometime in 2067. Uh, says the iPad lockout screen is a security feature of Apple devices that kicks in whenever someone repeatedly types the wrong password. The more times an incorrect password is entered, the longer the lockout time grows. Thankfully, Osnos' Twitter followers gave all kinds of help in the comments because there's nothing but good things in the comments, right? There's so much other shit. Uh, some people had some good suggestions like connect it to a computer. You originally synced it to on iTunes. Let it sink and it'll be fine. Um, some people said shit like put it in a bag of rice. Um, other people said some shit like time travel is your best bet. Um, yeah, some other person said reboot the three old. Uh, but yeah, this was um crazy shit. This is one reason why I really don't want to have kids because they fuck with your shit when you tell them not to. If if that's the reason, then my goodness, what you say something more like, oh, they're they're too expensive or not really? Because I mean. They can eat off your plate, and which would be good for you, because then that'll be more of a portion control for you. So, you know. I'm done. Yeah. Big done. But don't fuck up my iPad or my PlayStation, little kid. <laughs> um, yes, Brandon. Please don't have babies. But yeah, shout out to this dude, and shout out to that three-year-old for fucking up his shit. I mean, how many times? I never, I never did. I think I did that one time on my iPad, and I just waited. Um... For the time to go down, cause like it, cause it, cause at first it'll be like twenty minutes or something. Like you gotta wait twenty minutes. So this kid was just on there, just pushing buttons, pushing buttons, pushing buttons, unsupervised too. Tell me, I don't need a kid. He don't need a kid. Cause how long was this kid fucking this iPad before? Um, anyway, uh, that was a little story I thought you know was kind of funny. Um, I guess we get into our segments. Uh, this is another story I had last week that I didn't get to. Um, there's a story about the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. It's the playoffs. Um, and the Philadelphia 76ers, they made uh, history when the organization hired Lindsey Harding, a 34-year-old, as the team's first female assistant coach. Um, so she was promoted from pro scout to player development coach, becoming the NBA's seventh uh, female assistant coach. Um, I know y'all wondering, like, yo, B, why, you know what I'm saying? What's so special about this? You know what I'm saying? She's uh, promoted. She knows she's, this is good news um, that she's promoted to the first 
female assistant coach for in uh, 76ers history. Um, it is good news, but also it makes me think what fucking year is this to where uh, women ain't been getting, getting these jobs. Like, this shouldn't even be news. Like, it should be a whole bunch of women working in the, especially in the NBA because women play basketball. Like, there's some great women yeah. basketball players, great women basketball coaches, and they could be working. Like, it's women referees and shit like that. Like, they should have been getting these jobs. Like, it shouldn't be the first female assistant coach for the 76 or so. That's what made that's what made this article stand out to me that, you know what I'm saying, after all these years, it's just the seventh NBA female assistant coach. Not even damn head coach, just assistant coach. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of great uh, women coaches. Like, what's the lady from Tennessee? What's her name? Pat Summit. She won all those championships. Favorite. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Did she pass away? She has passed away. Yeah, she did pass. I think she had Alzheimer's or something like that too. But yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? She was like one of the greatest college basketball coaches, you know what I'm saying, ever. I think she would have been tough enough to handle those men and, you know, coach men's college basketball or even men's pro professional basketball. So yeah, this shouldn't be news. Especially, you know what I'm saying, it's twenty nineteen, almost twenty twenty. Uh I guess we're getting into our unpopular opinion. I know you want me to go first. Yes. <clears throat> I guess it's not really unpopular because I saw somebody say it this morning. My unpopular opinion is that um, at your cookout, your family reunion or whatever this summer, we don't want to hear Beyonce version of Before I Let Go. Leave that shit in your car when you cleaning up or whatever. I want to hear Frankie Beverly and Maze. I don't want to hear Beyonce version when I'm uh, with my grandmama or uh, old auntie or whatever. I want to hear the old version. I want to hear the new version. There's some songs they make the new version of and they they better than the original. You know what I'm saying? What's that Dolly Parton song with Whitney Houston did over? Um, ah, what's that song? God damn, I don't know why Shoop is in my mind. But it was a Dolly Parton song with Whitney Houston did over. Oh, and I will always love you. That's a better version. Uh, the Fugees did the song um, "Killing Me Softly." That was a better version. This ain't that. We love Beyonce here, but this ain't that. That's my unpopular opinion for the week. Now, this is my thing. Well, I, I I haven't seen anyone say that Beyonce's version is better. I personally don't think Beyonce's version is better. But do I think her version is a bop? Yes. Do I think her version is a bop for the summer? Yes. If I were to have a cookout or go to a cookout, would I request both of them? Yes. Don't come to my cookout uh, requesting that because <clears throat> we you're gonna hear Frankie Beverly. You gonna be, oh you wanna hear before I, you wanna hear before I let go? Okay. See you so you so petty. And then we're gonna play that version. You are just being ridiculous because you want to be ridiculous. I'm not being ridiculous. I'm being very. I ain't saying her. Her. You know, saying I heard it at the end of the. Uh, at the end of the um. Uh, the documentary. You know what I'm saying, which is wonderful. It's a wonderful homage to the legends. Matter of fact, they were here a couple weeks ago. Um, they so lit. I, I was gonna get my mama tickets to that too. She was like, she ain't wanted to go. I said, why? She was like, cause the last time I heard him sing, his voice, his voice, and I don't got time to be hearing him half sing <laughs> those songs. I was like, dog, ma. 
<laughs> it's like she that. Kept it 100, yeah. huh? <laughs> I, I would. I didn't want to hear him half saying those songs. I like okay. I say my little. I think it was like seventy dollars a ticket. I, I say my little one forty. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that's my unpopular opinion, though. You got some? Um, yes, I do. My unpopular opinion is I don't um uh, like believe in. I don't. I I, I don't want to say necessarily agree with because there was a time where I was like the queen of it. But um, like matching someone's energy or like how people, you know, always say like I'm gonna match you. Like I'm matching you. My energy match your energy and all of that. I just don't believe in. It. I feel like that is, or I know from living it, that is a very tiring way to live always basing how you move and what you do and how you're going to handle someone based on the way that they handle you determining what your energy is going to be like based on someone else's energy i just that i just believe in just moving how i'm going to move um most of majority of the time i'm moving in a loving way even if i'm doing saying something to you that you do not like um because that's part of love too and i just don't i don't have time no i just believe in it and i see it so much everybody just be like i match energy like i my energy match yours or, and i just be like that is such a stressful or a tiring way to live like that don't bring peace i know i used to live it i was the queen of you do this okay bet i'm gonna do it too oh that's how you're gonna do it? okay bet i'm gonna handle you like that too oh that's what you said okay i'm gonna say this too and it was just too much mm. I, that's just my unpopular opinion because most people just definitely believe that. However you act, like my attitude depends on you. No, my attitude depends on me. Dead ass. Whatever attitude you get or, or that I'm having at the time is what you're going to get. Period. I just don't, I don't understand and giving someone that much control. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just got to uh, dash your feet off and keep it pushing. Don't uh, yeah, cause sometimes that that'll, that'll uh take away from you, and it'll like make them. That's what some people want to do. Like they want to like steal your joy, your energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and I feel like that's what happens whenever you are matching someone else's energy all the time. Like that that's definitely like st- draining. Like. And you also almost can't even blame the other person for being the energy vampire. You got to blame yourself because you gave them the control and you are the one that's altering every single part of, of you and your energy to match theirs. Just live your best life and do what you're going to do regardless. Like, mm-hmm. And I feel like some people be like, oh, like that's weak or they get to take advantage or they don't get to think that they doing X, Y, Z. Who gives a fuck about what they think they doing? As long as you know that that ain't what's happening. Mm-hmm. I just... It it just be different for me, and I just wish people would just live life to, in a, in a manner that would bring them more peace. Peace is like the ultimate bag, y'all. I want you to match my energy, and uh, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. You can find me on Instagram <laughs> at lovecurls underscore or on Twitter at lovecurls three underscores. Yes, and you can find me uh on Instagram at bp McCoot. You might see me smoking. You know what I'm saying, blowing out some of that sticky icky. Cigar smoke. Um, but yeah, you got anything else before we get out of here? I do not. Where, uh, yeah, be sure to go to uh, defylifegear.com and pick up your DJ Blaze show uh, shirt. You know what I'm saying? Support the cause. You know what I'm saying? Uh, also, hit me up, man. You know what I'm saying? 
hit us up on Gmail, uh, djbladeshow at gmail.com. I'm going give to give away some stickers, you know what I'm saying? Something light, but just something to decorate your computer or your desk at work or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm um, going to up the ante. We're going to go from stickers and we're going to go the buttons. I might give away some shirts or something later on too. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Email me. Uh, email us your address, whatever. I send you out something. You know, I only got a few. So the first few, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to send them out, you know, to the fans, to the listeners. We've been doing this for a while. Um so I want to do something for the fans, a little little something small or whatever. But, uh, yeah, man, thank you all for listening. Um, until next week, it's your boy Be Easy. And I'm Courtney. And we out. Peace.